Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Karan Alessandra. Bolaji, who wrote us an email and said, you know what, you should get in contact with Samantha Elizabeth. I think you three could do something great together. And so here she is. We have connected before. So we had a chat a few weeks ago. And um, yeah, she's here today with us to share yeah. her wisdom. And a very warm welcome to you. It's such a joy to have you here. Um, just as a little overview, Samantha Elizabeth has, uh, I would say there's like this backbone of like self-awareness and, and love, self-love that's sort of a, this recurring theme that seems to run through your messaging. Um, and you've had a very um, full and, and a, a traumatic really start to life, um, Samantha Elizabeth had been adopted three times by the age of five. So has gone through, you know, a lot of physical and emotional and sexual abuse, a lot of neglect, which led to some really self-destructive behaviors and um, ultimately manifested as kidney disease and liver disease and depression and anxiety fearing God, homelessness, morbid obesity, judgment and anger, physical abuse, addictions, multiple rapes, and so many other adversities. And um, so it, it seems that you've really been able to kind of cultivate um, a very deep life and a spiritual practice based on these traumatic life events. And it, you had this um, drive to really uncover sort of what was going on with these behavior patterns and track that back to um, opening yourself up to a bigger um, experience with life, with your spirituality. And, um, and beautifully, you see these things as gifts and see kind of how without them you couldn't have gotten to where you are. So now she is a successful media, social media influencer, an international keynote speaker, a claircognizant, intuitive healer, and positivity guide. So she works with people on their perspectives of life and aids in eliminating and reprogramming self-sabotaging mindsets that stem from adverse life experiences. And she has the sole purpose of raising the vibration of the planet by helping others to understand the importance of self-love, positivity, and compassionate self-commitment. So these are all very big, big things <laughs> that... Yeah. That you've dealt with and um, cultivated. So I thank you for sharing and for the work that you're doing to help yeah. heal through all of this adversity. Um, do you want to talk a bit about your beginning and and what sort of has led to all this transformation? Yeah, sure. I mean, I when I talk about it, because I'm a conscious manifester, I really don't dive deep into the feelings of it all anymore. I can actually tell this story without tearing myself or anyone pieces. And the beginning of my life with with each home, the the way that I was taught to love was the opposite of what I have come to know my creator's love is. And so what I, what I actually, to sum it up really easily, is I learned how I didn't want to love. I learned, mm -hmm. I, and I, of course, I did have little bits and pieces of how I did want to learn how to love. And, and so it's not like it's a complete loss because it's incredibly 
genuinely priceless information and everybody has their job that they're doing you know when we're born before we're born we agree to live a certain type of life and be who we are in this in this uh lifetime and so if i can just remember that these people who looked at me and did whatever they did whether it was not hold me or scream at me or you know doing some other not so nice things to me if I can look at them as an adult and say I forgive you because I know that we had an agreement this to help me learn and grow and because what I'm understanding is in this lifetime now uh, I understand that we're here to grow spiritually we're here to continue to learn to love the way that our creator loves. And how can, so when I look at this and I also, I mean, I didn't start out there. I started out with forgive them for they know not what they do mm. and forgive seven times 70. And then I, I, at the beginning of this, what I would call awakening process, I thought a lot about okay, how can I forgive them? How can I learn to love them? Mm -hmm. I had to really, I had to really start small. And then that's when my, my Christian roots would, would kick in those biblical references and which was quite helpful. And so when I started doing that, it made it easier and simpler for me to not just remember that we had planned this, we had agreed upon it, but, it, you know, because that's only part of the knowledge, then you have all the feelings affiliated with it. And the feelings uh, you can eliminate with the forgiving and focusing not on the past, but focusing on how much you're loved in this present moment. Mm. That's really beautiful but, and powerful. Do you yeah. see we have to go through all this suffering to learn to love? Okay, so not everyone has that life path. <laughs> but if we look if we look around the world, I would say there is a great majority of people walking this planet who had volunteered to learn the adversity first, mm -hmm. because we have a choice of where we're going to learn them. I've been working with quite a few people recently who have had a beautiful upbringing, completely non painful, all lovey, super super compassionate and then all the way through their marriage like they only had one marriage type of a situation Let, let's just let me hone in on one person and that person died and so now the person who's still alive who was raised by all this love and compassion and everything now has to learn how to do it do the relationship things and by themselves and grieve and go through the adversities at a later stage of life. Mm -hmm. So I'm also recognizing that there are people walking around that are just able to handle things a little better. And they, they just, I don't even know. There's, there's like a balance where it's not like everything bad has to happen right here at five years old, you know, or mm -hmm. 10 years old. It's kind of spread out a little more. Everybody has their path. It's all very unique. Yeah, yeah I, I think also we do we do learn what we don't want and then it makes us really want to look for more of what we do want and I think also I was reflecting on you when I read your bio and it's like oof, I mean it wasn't so much feeling but I could just like relate to some things and it's like that's a lot to, right. <laughs> to for one being to take on and right. but I was also reflecting on where you are now where you're helping people and we were just talking to Kara's friend here earlier who has cancer. And I mean, for example, I cannot relate to someone who has cancer because I haven't lived that experience. But with your so-called CV, you can relate to very many different stories, of right. course. I'm, yeah, I actually, fun fact, um, last year was diagnosed with a type of cancer that I haven't really talked about very much. And Right now, we are in um, another process of that. Uh, and I, because I'm in such a different realm of belief system 
that of course taking it on myself handling it myself no medicine I'm really having a hard time shutting out people's opinions mm. but mm. having that information helps me really 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 focus on what's important mm. I mean when you because I've already been threatened with death with kidney disease and liver disease they had no freaking clue what to do with me because there's no treatment there's no cure I'm like if that, if I could do that and still be here and living and have no no problems anymore this is nothing Mm. this is easy it's just our bodies telling us hey wake up there's something happening and you need to love yourself a whole lot more Mm. well you look very alive as well you know there are people that yeah yes look alive but there are people that look alive you're one of them yeah yeah very vibrant oh absolutely absolutely (laughs) yeah that smile as well very very big (laughs) thank you you know something when I back in 2015 after I was diagnosed with those two non-curable things um I remember learning about the term healing or healer and I came across a healer called Donna Eden oh yes I do her energy routine every day Yes. And Donna Eden, her smile, dude, she's like 70 or 80 years old. And her, you can't, you, you can't shake the smile off of that woman. And I remember like about six months into learning about her, I was like, I want to do that. I want to smile so much that you can't, you can't phase me with your dumb, stupid stuff that you're doing over there. Yeah. You know, I want to smile like her. I want to feel good like her. I want to be <laughs> as old as her and look as hot as she does. <laughs> I mean, geez, she is just, she is beautiful. And yeah. so I think that God was just like, I'm going to hook you up. Here you go. Yeah. You deserve to smile. <laughs> yes. I didn't smile for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You seem to have come very far based on all of this adversity and, and it is amazing. Um, again, you know, just going back to all the trauma that you've been through throughout the course of your life and, and turning that into a catalyst for positivity. I mean, really the messaging behind everything I've come across with you is this self-love and this love, well, not just even self-love, put the love out there. That's what, you know, is going to heal. And that's, um, you know, self-care and empowerment. Um, but often we, in our, in, in many societies, I would say, you know, we, we want to protect ourselves. We want to protect the people that we love and we, We feel like uh, like I have uh, somebody in my life who's going through a really hard time with her marriage, for example, and she has children, and she's very, very concerned about what's happening as she's trying to navigate, like doing the quote-unquote right thing through right. this challenging time, the impact on her kids. And ultimately, I was, you know, I, I completely sympathize with that, and I admire it. And I'm also trying to remind her, like, they also need ways to grow. (laughs) You know, they also have signed up for that family. For the learning. Yeah. And so you can only um, take responsibility for so much of it. And also there are gifts there for them, too, because they will see the grace that she's you know, giving to this situation and the love that they still have, even though things are uncertain, they still have all this love. And, um, so I think it's important for people to remember, you know, which is, is just backing up your entire messaging system, (laughs) but it's Mm. like, you know, even the crap is, is Is gems. They're gems. The crap are the gems. Yes. Because I mean, we can, I know that I remember sometime in high school, I was like, I'm done trying to make these mistakes. I'm tired of learning from my mistakes. Can I please, Jesus, learn from someone else? Yeah. Can I just watch <laughs> someone else screw up? Because that's how I want to learn because I'm tired. Yeah. And no. <laughs> we, 
there's only, you know, we, we learned that we don't want to, you know, maybe do things like jump off a bridge or go stab someone. I've learned that I don't want to do, I mean, I've learned enough. I've seen enough death that I don't need to do that. I did. I, that's something I'm grateful to learn from. Yeah. You know, that's, those are definitely great things. But what's beautiful is that that person signed up to teach me that lesson, Mm. you know? And I was the advocate to say, oh, thank you for teaching me. Yeah. Hmm. So tell us about your healing journey. And I mean, I know you're still on it, but you mentioned Donna Eden. What are, um, do you have specific methods or mentors or um, approaches or has a lot of it just come organically? So a little bit of both. I actually, what I had to do was number one, know that I was lovable. And so the energy healing was just like, what that did for me is actually remind me. Cause like, as soon as I learned about energy medicine, all of these memories came back and like, oh, you could do this and this and this and this and this and this. And so I was like, like cosmic oh, memories or memories. I guess. From, okay. I just, there's just this knowing, this knowledge, this knowing um, that like, yeah, that, that just tells me what to do. Mm. And I'm like, oh, hmm. cool. And like the people who get, who will get up on my table or who are sitting long distance, they end up having these, you know, weird experiences. And I'm like, okay, so I guess there's something to it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. so, and I just do, I just do what my, what I call my guides, my, my inner voice tells me to do when I'm doing healing sessions. And People end up having things that some people don't have anything physically happen and it's all cognitive. Mm. And so it, it's, it's really, it's really kind of cool to, yeah. to have learned about energy healing. Now, after I learned about energy healing, that really didn't help me in my cognitive ways. I had all these newfound skills that I've forgotten that all of a sudden I remember and I'm really good at, but then I still have this huge battle of worthiness to even be in the same room with someone who even wants to pay me or pay attention to me. I I had, I had ways of not being able to communicate. And so I found, uh, I found Mind Valley and I found Michael Beckwith. I found Lisa Nichols. I found Don Miguel Ruiz. I found so many people who helped me with personal growth and development, mm. not the spiritual part, you know, not the energy part, but the actual uh, mm. retraining my inner voice because mm. it was so depleting. I mean, depleting. My inner voice was beating the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to feel better. And that takes practice. It just doesn't take overnight. It takes serious commitment. Like mm-hmm. how committed are, t- are you to feeling good? How committed? I mean, it took a mushroom journey for me to understand that happiness even existed. Mm-hmm. And then when I sat on the side of the mountain, I'm like, God, you, you know, you said I'm supposed to live and here I am with these two diseases and now I'm just going to die. Where's my happiness? Don't I get to be happy now? And then that this huge, huge message came to me and said, happiness is yours. And that's all. That's the only communication that I got was happiness is yours. And I'm like, yes. And I got so excited. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm going to be happy now. Yes. But no instruction booklet that said dude you've got to figure that out yourself mm. you got to figure out how to be happy you got to find what makes you happy and how, how and it, there was none of that so that's where that started was back in the 20 teens where I knew happiness was an option and that's what I was aiming for not death yeah hmm so how did you walk towards happiness? Because now you look very happy. I know. <laughs> um, that walk towards happiness actually looked a lot of like victimization at first. A whole lot. I mean, I when I my very first live stream video was of me reading my social summary report from Clark County, Nevada, describing 
their legal version of what happened to me the first five years of my life. And I was a mess. Mm. I mean, a complete mess. I'm like, do you guys know what these people did? Like, I mean, it was, it was really, really a mess. And it doesn't look pretty, you know, evolving into happiness. If you had adversities in life, you, there, there are ways that you get triggered along the way. And each time you get triggered, each time you have those, those backwards moments and you're put back into a traumatizing situation in your mind, you have to have a steady practice of positivity when you're not triggered in order to have the ability to implant that in that moment of trigger. So it took some years of practice. I mean, I actually have been, because I love, thank you, God, for Facebook memories. Because <laughs> ah. now I'm like, oh, I did that. Oh, look. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I've, I've graduated so much. Look at who, what I believed then. And look where I'm, I actually feel it this time because I was faking it to my make I'm not, I'm not kidding. <sighs> Completely faking it. I was like, God says I'm going to be happy. So. I'm going to type this up and I'm, I'm going to influence myself so I can have the remembrance of how, how good I got, you know, yeah. for me. Yeah. And then I'm grateful for it because it actually does help me to realize what I used to do, where I was at in my mind, in my heart and where I'm at now, because you, you know, when you feel it, you, you know, when you feel it and you know, when you're like, man somebody this better be this better be real because this doesn't feel real right now and you're typing all these like memes in or whatever and shoot now I'm just I'm just going because I like the feel of how I feel and I think everybody should feel like this Mm. I just do yeah but I listened to a a teacher once um, a spiritual teacher and she was sharing that who we are is, you know, what we aspire towards. So, which I thought was very beautiful that, you know, if we aspire toward happiness and love and joy, well, then that is what who we are, not, not our history. Right. Mm. Right. It's, it's, it's really fun to, to learn what spirituality is. I mean, you've got to get beyond the religion. You've got to get beyond all religions and see God's love in everything in that. It just, and that's actually, let's just not even put it on religion. Let's just put it with world occurrences. Anything that's happening, when you can start seeing God's love and God's plan in everything, you, you start realizing, I should just really focus right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, because all this other stuff out here, most of it doesn't even directly affect me. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to learn how to focus here and start fill, figuring out how to forgive myself for the things I've done. Because mm-hmm. let's, let's start forgiving myself and then perhaps I can start forgiving all these other people for what they're doing. Yeah. Well, and even as, as you've said, like you're, you see your, um, your purpose is like helping to raise the vibration of the planet through other people. But the way that we even, like you're saying, the way that we start with that is internally. So we have to kind of work on our own vibration as it were. Um, and, yeah. and even if we only go that far, you know, we are helping to raise the vibration of the planet by improving Indeed. ourselves. So, um, I mean, and you, you have to start there. So yeah, indeed, beautiful. Well, you have to think about it. I mean, I use a teacup and saucer analogy a lot, but let's use the airplane, airplane, air mask situation. They always tell you, save yourself first so you can save all these other people. Put Mm. your air mask on first, then put it on someone else. Because if you can't breathe, you're not putting it on someone else. Mm -hmm. You have to save your own soul first. Mm -hmm. And then you that's that's the way it handles with love learn how to love yourself so you know how to love others Mm -hmm. learn Mm -hmm. how to take care of you so you can take care of others it's to me it's like easy peasy yeah well but it wasn't yeah logically and theoretically it is it's like it makes sense right intellectually right sometimes in practice Mm -hmm. it's hard but yeah Yeah. once you get it it seems very easy but 
Well, because most of us are raised to take care of others, take care of others, take care of others, service to others. Yeah. And then, I mean, oh my gosh, I see so many people wearing themselves completely depleting themselves of energy and then having to still go home and take care of other people and deplete their energy more because they haven't been taught you're important too. Mm -hmm. You deserve to be cared for too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, and it's, it's great to hear those reminders too, especially when you're Mm -hmm. in the healing realm, I would say, because Mm. you do feel like that, um, the service aspect and like, but you know, I, I know we had a guest on recently Michael who was talking about like the importance of people in in the healing world to be sure that they are then going through practices to care for themselves because you're you're yeah. not going to be as effective without that but exactly yeah. exactly so um I'm curious about your journey because I know when we uh, you know Jayanti Alessandra Alessandra, sorry. <laughs> the, both of you have the dual names. Um, but when we all three met previously, um, and we, we weren't recording at the time, but you, you alluded to different places that you've traveled to, and like your physical journey, your geographical journey was very windy. And, um, and I don't know if you want to talk about that. I, I was curious to hear more about what took you, where you've been taken and what has taken you. And at, currently you're in Mexico, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So I actually, um, on, I say that my journey, of course, it's a life journey, but where it really started opening completely up was when I owned a farm in Southern Utah, when I was diagnosed with the kidney and liver disease. And I found out that I was meant to be happy and I needed to just find another way to be healed because Western medicine told me I was just a matter of time before I died. So I started finding these things and I started tech, uh, Googling healer and then people from across the world, websites would come up. So I started traveling to all over the place of the world so people could quote unquote heal me. <laughs> and they did, but then I would find that I would still get sick and so I'd need another healer and then I'd, then I'd be healed and then I'd need another healer. And I'm like, hmm. okay, I'm learning because every time I go to a different healer, I learn from them and what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, I see it. Like, like whatever hmm. it goes through my head as. And then I would get sick again. And so I started realizing, I'm like, okay, how much of this am I in control of? Hmm. Like, am I dying? not dying am I happy am I not happy so it's I started going I mean I was going to Greece I was going to Italy I was going to France I I was going to okay and then oh okay and then I got divorced and then I gave up custody of my children and then I sold my house and then I was like oh I'm homeless sweet let's go travel the world (laughs) (laughs) and so I, cause I'm still trying to not die. I really am still convinced. I'm like, God, I am not healed yet. I'm still very sick all the time. So I started traveling some more and like finding more healers and started doing different types of things like regression uh, therapy, where you go back past lives and, and you have all these past life healing. Mm. And I'm like, what is all of, what is all of this and the healings and the modalities? And I feel mm. good. I don't feel good. And what do I need to do? Mm. And then God's like chime. God only chimes in like when I'm sitting still and listening at this point. And I still didn't have a steady practice of meditation yet. Mm. Still scared as hell to go inside my head, right? Mm. And I'm sitting here and God's like, start doing it yourself. Do it on yourself. And I'm like, what? How mm. do I do? What, what do you mean like myself? I thought you just for other people. And it, God's like, all these things you can do for yourself. And so I started working on myself and then the personal growth and development started kicking in as well. That was about the same time. Um, And so I started putting in my healing efforts plus all the retraining of my internal voice 
and I started actually seeing some results. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started like having more than just like an hour worth of time where I was feeling good. And I was actually feeling really positive for an extended amount of time. Sometimes I can get to a full day, you know, mm-hmm. at this point. And I'm still going all over the world and trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? What's my purpose? Because I quit Western medicine because Western medicine quit me. <laughs> so I stopped working in Western medicine. So I'm like, okay, God, you've got a plan. There's a reason why I'm going all over the world and trying to figure out what's the answer to everything. I mean, what is it? Where is it? Who is it? What is it? Where, what is happening? And there was, where was I? In 2018, uh, I was in Portugal, so the end of the summer, 2018. And it's by this point, I've gotten better at meditation. I would, I'm definitely not necessarily a professional, nor can I do it for an extended amount of time, but I'm getting better at it. And God was telling me, because my, my, my intentions were, where do I go next? What, what I need, I need to go somewhere where I can have a home. I don't want to travel anymore. I want a home. And so God, God uh, actually told me to look in Dominican Republic. And so I was doing all this uh, research on the Dominican Republic. And I was really digging in the area. And I found this place. And, and it, I, could, I could rent it for X amount of time, which is what I was looking for. And so I started doing all the purchasing. And the next morning when I woke up, I had a notification in my email that said that I can't go to Dominican Republic. And I'm like, now I have to get all this stuff refunded. So I did. And I'm like, okay, God, well, if it's not the Dominican Republic, I mean, I thought that's where you wanted me to go. God's like, no, you need to look in Mexico. And so I went looking in Mexico with my criteria that I wanted for moving for an extended amount of time. And there was literally only one place <laughs> within my criteria. And that's uh, just actually up the road from, from where I'm at now. Hmm. And so, I mean, the healing, the healing part of it comes in many, many layers. And I mean, I was, I don't know how, how deep I want to go into that because I don't know how many, how many of your people will actually understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but really most of, uh, this is what really got me when it came to me laying on someone else's table to do their woo-woo magical something, whatever their way was. And all I was just doing was breathing. That's it. <laughs> I mean, just breathing. And yeah. I mean, if, if that's what breathing does, then okay. You know, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll you take don't some have more. to pay I'll someone some else. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'll take some more of that breath work and I'll do my hands. And then actually what I started doing was I started uh, learning um, from people who actually did something beyond Reiki and, and just kind of simplifying um, and helping me learn different uh, uh, communications and, and ways to hear what God's trying to tell you to do um, without actually having a system. Because I learned that when you, ha- when you stick to a system, you're blocking the flow of what your creator actually wants you to do. Hmm when it comes to healing. So I started doing this all on myself and, and then all of a sudden, like, I'm really feeling good. Like I'm really feeling good. And I'm really starting to believe these posts that I'm making. I'm like, they're not Mm -hmm. so like, well, I hope I get this tomorrow or later today, you know? So I'm at the point to where I'm feeling it every, almost every second. I still, I still find days where I'm, practicing the downward spiral and then because of those downward spirals I get better at coming back up I get better at coming back up and raising my vibration by the way vibration that's just your level of happiness 
you know that's just your level of happiness the the happier you are the more you actually feel it throughout your whole body and people will know when you're that happy okay because you, you you can't decline it when you raise it there's nothing that can that can hit what's the word that can harm you inside your body your illnesses have no choice but to like get happy themselves all those little cells in your body have no choice because they match your, everything within you matches your vibration there you can't because that's who you are this is who you are so if you feel happy throughout your whole body don't you think that those organs are not like thank you jesus i can heal i can repair yeah <laughs> you know yeah. That's just what I'm becoming to appreciate a whole lot more is that God built an awesome freaking machine. Mm. And because <laughs> I have been 296 pounds and actually 200 something pounds, a good majority of my adult life up until now. And my machine is still functional. It looks a little different, <laughs> looks a little different, but it functions amazingly. <laughs> I just wanted to add also about the whole healing journey. I have a little bit similar uh, experience of um, not traveling around the world so much for healing, but traveling around the place in close to here. And I think that can be a danger, especially if you have that crappy voice in your head. And if you have a little bit of codependency, which is, which is called in psychology, yeah. uh, that because I've had a similar experience where it's like, oh, I, I need more healing. I need to go to another healer. I need to, 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 to do this. I need to heal my family. I need to be a better mom for my daughter. I need even more yeah. healing. And it, and it becomes like, and then I started to kind of get messages, mostly through friends. But yeah, I, I got to a point where it's like, yeah, hmm. you know what? I was all over the place. Yeah. And when people give, start to give you the feedback, you know, is this... You know, is this really working? Is it really making you happier? Like, right? Uh, no, <laughs> mm. no. I I feel shit <laughs> because I have to go. Like I said, I have to go through really difficult memories, or and I think to a certain point it is good because if we see repeating patterns, we might need help. We, but it is it is the danger if we become healer dependent, and. I would say that you know, as as a good healer, you don't you don't want to make the patient dependent on you. You want to empower them. Oh, and, indeed, uh, indeed. Well, because that's actually something that I am a huge advocate of. Everything I do is one hundred percent teachable, and I do not like being a quote unquote savior. I want to have more empowerment because we are here to help, uh, to help one another grow we are here to not keep us in the dark we uh, we have a we have a responsibility and guess what because i'm an, a spiritual being and i have evolved in my consciousness enough to know that there is enough no matter how many people i teach no matter how many people i heal there's still more people and more education for me to gain even so if i don't i don't want to hog it all for myself and say i'm special you can't know what i do that's the old paradigm shamanism you know that does that that says oh i have all these magical tools and you can't know what i do i'm going to come around and do all this and this and this and i'll see you next time that's no different than western medicine you know, mm -hmm. so we need to actually give the tools to the clients because that makes yeah. them more powerful. And I know that every person I teach what it is that I'm doing, who actually commit to learning the process, whatever their product, because each person is different, their skill set is different. And so each person who commits to that, God's like, high five, girl, I got you. I'm going to you're doing a good job and send, send me more of what I want. It doesn't even have to be in the form of a client. It can be in the form of a vehicle that I want. You know, it can be in the form of a scratcher ticket that says $300. I get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like it happens. So mm -hmm. there's so much benefit to teaching people how to do it themselves. 
to trust life. Indeed. Well, and learning how to trust life comes as a great challenge for some. That's it came for a great challenge. I'm just grateful that I'm 41. I'm only 41. (laughs) I didn't take me my whole friggin' life to get to this point because now I'm able to actually Mm. enjoy my life Mm. and and also know what I don't want. Yeah. Mm. And it's amazing. Um, how that continues to evolve, <laughs> you know, yeah, God willing, I'm, you know, I'm still in that class, trusting life. Yeah. 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 But it's just fun. You know, I, we're the same age, you and I, Samantha, Elizabeth, and, mm-hmm. um, and I think back to, you know, a decade ago or five years ago, you know, and, and how much shifts in that time. And then it's fun to kind of think forward and be like, well, what are the things that I'm saying now where I'll look back, like you're talking about your Facebook memories and you look back and you yeah. kind of chuckle at like, you know, how, and, and I think there are many people who are afraid of that. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. now I have, uh, now I understand everything and, and this is the truth and this is my way forward. And it's like, yeah, hopefully that will continue to evolve because there is just more, to understand and to um, there's so much mystery mm-hmm. out there that yep. hopefully we're, we can kind of chip away at and understand better and better. But I, um, I would just, you know, anybody who's listening, who has the same belief system in anything really that they had 10 years ago, maybe wants to, you know, see if there's something. Change it up. Yeah. <laughs> something see if else. there's something new out there. Get Read a book. <laughs> yes. Right. But, um, so where are you in your own healing journey? So you mentioned like that you've overcome obesity and yeah. how about these diseases, like the liver disease and the kidney disease that you talked about? Right. So what's really, what's really beautiful is that, um, I, along my healing journey, I learned about this word called consciousness. And then I, then I learned that like all things that are, you know, all the animals have con- consciousness to a certain extent. And I, and I was brought to the effect of praying over food is to bless the food and help it nourish our body, right? And then I thought to myself, but so if we're just praying over the animal stuff, what about the plant stuff? So then the plant education came into me and I started learning about the research that plants have feelings too, even, oh, and just by your thought process, not necessarily by you speaking, because when you speak to it, you, you know, those little science projects where you have one that you're, you're no good for nothing, blah, blah, blah. Mm. You're terrible. You're disgusting. Look how gross you look. And then this one over here, you don't say anything to, you just look at it, walk on by this one over here, you're like, oh, you're beautiful. I love you. You're so gorgeous. Look at your beautiful petals. And then you have this thing over here that's dead. The thing in the middle is just kind of there. And then this one over here that you praise is just this glorious, beautifully like formed flower. Holy crap. Plants have consciousness? Mm. What? And then there was the, what's the guy? Uh, Emoto? Yeah, Dr. Uh, Emoto. Who did um, the water testing? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's incredible. Water yeah. has consciousness. Wait a minute, guys. <laughs> Everything has consciousness. Is this what you're saying? So then it's like, okay, so I need to start praying for everything. Hmm. And when I pray, I don't say, pretty please, would you, could you? I say, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are giving up such a precious life for me to thrive. Mm. Every, every time I take a drink of water, I bless my water and I'm like, thank you so much for clearing any energies in my body that no longer serve me. Thank you so much for every single rock and crevice you had to come through to help cleanse this holy temple. I was, I'm like praying to my water. I'm praying to my vegetables. I'm praying because then I started focusing on my body and I'm like, well, body, you don't look the way I want you to, but 
Hot damn, you're alive. (laughs) (laughs) And so I started really appreciating my body. Thank you, body. Thank you, arms. Thank you, breasts. Thank you, legs. Thank you, lips. Thank you, hair. And I mean, it's all in gratitude. When you start giving gratitude and then you start realizing that like, oh, thank you for paper. Thank you for air. Thank you for birds. Thank you for trees. Thank you for the tile. Thank you for a heater. Thank you for the red light that stopped me from getting into that car accident right there. That could have been me, you know, thank you for late, you know, late show ups and still, still being uh, accepted to a movie theater, you know, whatever it is, you just give thanks for everything, you know, thanks for the run into that homeless guy. That was a beautiful conversation. You start realizing there's a whole lot to be thankful for. And when I started realizing about that, thanks, I was so busy giving thanks that all the bullshit in the world that was still happening was seriously unimportant to me. Because what became really important to me was my healing. And when I focused on the stupid stuff that's going on, I was not able to feel better. And so I started really just focusing on me and my happiness and my gratitude and just going there. Because that made me feel good. I realized when I didn't think about stuff that felt good, it felt bad. And I didn't like feeling bad. So I like feeling good. I'm going to do more of what feels good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then you begin to attract that, you know, I've, yeah, that gratitude is so expansive, you know, it really gets into the heart and, um, and really opens the heart field as well. And so yeah. the more you're living from that space, the more mm-hmm. you're attracting into that that frequency that you talked about, you know, that right. we're matching frequencies right. and then you're you're matching not only the frequencies within you, but the frequencies to you. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. you're attracting back into your life those things that will um support that and yeah replicate it so and i think it's such an easy practice where you can actually see the result i mean i can see in my own life when i when i have a dedicated gratitude practice versus when i forget about it listening to you now is like oh i need to pick that up again (laughs) (laughs) and even you know expand it like you did you know it's um i do give thanks to my food i give and i sometimes do a list but it's like shouldn't stop there like you said, Thanksgiving is every day. Thanksgiving is every single day, every day. If you're living life right, Thanksgiving is every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you walk this planet like nothing can hurt you because you've given so much things. You know what to be thankful for. Ain't nothing going to get you down. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. And so to our listeners, whether they've had a background like yours or more of an easy life but where would you recommend them to start if they they recognize that they have things they need to work on they have things to heal do you have any recommendation on where to start so really what the healing process is is all a reprogramming of your mindset so when you're in a triggered situation so what i would recommend is identify your triggers and practice the positivity. But you can't practice the positivity in the trigger if you're not practicing it when you're not triggered. So start there, start just baking it till you make it. Bake Mm. it till you need it. Because when you really need it, that's where that fakeness becomes real. It could, you get real in those moments. And Mm -hmm. if, if you have that practice of, I'm worthy, if you have that practice of, Thank you for the breath that I'm, you know, breathing right now. If you have the practice of thank you for these people who have come into my life. Thank you for teaching me what I don't want. Thank you for teaching me that we are still human beings, but we're also spiritual beings. Because I'll tell you what, all those negative things that happened to me helped me understand what my pre-birth memory was my pre-birth memory helped me forgive 
to people. Not everybody is blessed with that pre-birth memory, but when I learned that that was a thing, that I, oh my God, I'm not the only one who remembers before they were born. We are spiritual beings. Those, those adults who hurt me helped me remember so much of how much of a spiritual being I am. Hmm. And it was by showing me how, how to forgive them, how hmm. to learn to love them, how to, how they loved me the only way they knew how, and that's based upon the way they experienced life. Mm -hmm. So if you can, if you can really start with that gratitude and that, that thanks for yourself and, and maybe not, not immediately thanking the adverse situations that happened yet, but just maybe just focusing on learning to love everything that you are in this moment, because those past situations are just beautiful life lessons. Mm -hmm. And, and you can forgive it a little bit at a time because that's how it works. You like to think of it like an onion. You forgive one layer at a time. You don't just want to jump right into the center, rip out the core <laughs> and leave you completely raw and open because you'll be an emotional freaking disaster. Hmm. You want to do little bites at a time, only what you can handle. Mm -hmm. And start with loving yourself because the only way that you can ever love and forgive someone else is by loving and forgiving everything you are everything you have done and everything that you know has been blamed to you you know mm -hmm. you don't have to accept any of it you can just forgive it and let it go that's so beautiful thank you mm -hmm. it's been such a joy to be yeah. with you thank you so much i'm so glad so, that we were connected yeah. definitely yeah. yes i'm very grateful yeah very 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 fun i love i love love talking with you guys yeah you too we'll we'll have to do it again it would be a joy mm -hmm. yeah okay absolutely well, all the best you to you and thanks for sharing yeah, yeah thank you and thank you, everyone, for joining, and we look forward to the next meditation conversation. Woohoo!